Hello, welcome back to the third and final part of this week's episode where I'm stomping with Todd Lati in Queen's Park. So far we've discussed his adult diagnosis of ADHD, sobriety as a DJ, and his new collection of music. But now we're tapping into Todd Lati's toolkit for life. T, we're going to talk a little bit about the toolkit for life for you now, cool. if that's okay. Sure. And in the final segment of part two, you talked about being the happiest you've been. Yeah. What goes into that? What is happiness for you and what is it that actually keeps you in that place? Oof, I guess you've got to put the work in, isn't it? Like, if you're naturally um, being sedating or covering something that's always been there, to got to put the work in to rise it up and then manage it. And I think that's what I did in my 20s. I drunk through it. And then in my 30s, I decided that wasn't going to work. So I let it come to the top. And then I had another wobble. And now, the last few years, it's been about learning the reality of living with these quote-unquote conditions. And I just feel like the last few years of study and support, support's a very strong word, um, because I'm lucky to have that, um, has just given me the knowledge and thus for the tools to put in. This is so funny, man, because as a hypersensitive person, I'm sure a lot of people know, the smallest thing can set you off kilter, man. Yeah. And like every little aspect of what I try and put in place paints the big picture. So it's not like, oh, I just do this and now I'm fine. It's like I have to do loads of little things to stay afloat. So, all right, let's just go back to basics. Like, I know I spent my 20s and early 30s traveling up the M1 DJ and that my sleep was a madness. <laughs> oh, God. And did you actually sleep? Yeah, but just like one day it'd be like, you know, four till six and the next day it'd be ten till five. You know what I mean? It was a mess. It's not what we'd say is a healthy sleep cycle. No. And so having children actually sorted that out for me because people are like, oh, I've got kids. I'm not going to be able to sleep. For me, it actually gave me a really amazing window where I had to sleep. Yeah, they put you to bed, literally. And they woke me up. That's <laughs> and the they woke thing. you up, yeah. Because there's a fine line up. between too much sleep and too little sleep as well, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think yeah. like just finding your sweet spot in rest. So I've got really good discipline with my sleep. What is that so, What is that for you? What does that look like? When do you go to bed and get up, like, averagely? Right, so I, like, I, I pass out at midnight and I get up at seven. That's a good seven hours. That's yeah. pretty good. It's good, That's right? I'm good, yeah. I find sometimes on weekends, yeah, I feel like I'm owed sleep. Right, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I wake up at seven, I make me go back to sleep and I sleep till like nine or something and yeah. I just feel horrible for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's really yeah. weird. So I looked into it and it's to do with sleep cycles. So yes. sleep's a really simple one that's part of it. It's probably the biggest one. I'd like to just reinforce that. Like if you're going to change one thing about the kind of fundamentals of, of, your, of your life amongst the core things, yeah. sleep is probably one of the biggest ones. It's, it's if you funny, sleep well, yeah. you wake up fresh, yeah. you're more present in your day, in your relationships, you're less grumpy, yeah. you're, you're less likely to have physical health problems, yeah. mental health problems, yeah. uh, including things like cancer and stuff. Really? So sleep is, sleep a, is, sleep is a superpower. Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. If I have a late night or a super early morning, mainly late at night because I've been in the studio late, the next day, I just feel more anxious. And I'm like, oh, it's because I didn't sleep last night. It's okay, let's carry on. And that knowledge, again, knowledge is power. Because Absolutely. if you didn't understand, they think, what's wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. There's something spiral, 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 spiral. We go, well, actually, if I look at my own life now and go, well, what's happened in the last seven days? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I've only slept about, you know, yeah. whatever hours. Yeah, badly. Ah, that makes sense while I feel bad. I'm yeah. anxious. I don't want to go to the gym. I'm eating badly. Exactly. Because actually, I feel tired. I'm yeah. tired. Absolutely. And so sleep's important. Sleep's really important. Um, diet, of course. Easier said than done. I'm not saying I'm a gene. I'm not saying I'm Mr. You know, vegan, medicine. Mr. Nutrition. Nah, but like set meals at certain times. Again, like I wake up and I've, well, actually, I'm doing this intermittent fasting at yep. the minute, yeah? So that's just because I got this dad gut I can't get rid of, but that's a different story. 
Um, but before this, I would get up, have, my bre have some oats or whatever, boom, drop the kids at school, and then have something at midday and make sure I have it at midday. Again, if it overled and it was like two o'clock and I started to feel a bit shaky, I knew yeah. why, yeah. boom, eat. And then I'd come home and have something to eat at six. And then the, the hardest bit for me, because I don't drink alcohol or smoke or anything, like I feel like I'm allowed to eat crap. Yeah, okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get in and I'm like, right, there's loads of leftover Haribo's. Smash them. Crisp. And that's why I got this gut, right? Because everything else in my life is kind of like, shouldn't give me a gut. So the, the sugar the thing. Yeah, yeah, but sugar's dopamine, isn't it? And I feel like that, that sugar here is like an acceptable addiction. Yeah. And look, it's not that deep, bruv. It's not, I'm not tooting a pipe behind a bench, you know what I'm saying? But like, the same time, it's got a negative effect on me now. So I'm trying to, that's yeah. why I'm doing the fasting thing. So the diet, I take a lot of supplements as well. Some are proven to be good for the ADHD. There's like zinc, iron, yeah. fats, like fish oil. Yeah. Uh, so I take them every morning, big up Pedro. I just get that down after my breakfast. But the main thing for me uh, was just stripping back life and not being afraid to say no. That, that is another, I was thinking, well, you're overusing superpower, well, I am actually, but yeah. that is a very important thing. Because in life, we're, we're sold this dream of like, Yes is the magic word, do yes to everything, but no is so powerful because no, if you say no to the things that you're not truly, you don't truly want to do, you're doing because society expects you to do because you feel bad if you don't, yeah. you can actually spend more time doing the things that genuinely you care about, yeah. you'll give your full attention yeah, exactly. and actually we will have more reward from. There you go. So like, I used to feel like I had to say yes to everyone and I had to give every job a go. Music is a yes industry as well, isn't massively, it? Massively, massively. And I used to see elders are really successful in my industry saying no a lot. I didn't get it. I was like, what are you on about? They don't want to do that festival or they don't want... And now I know why. And I think for me to be my best self and to be the best person around my friends and family, most importantly, the family, of course, you know, having, having a, a good foundation by saying no to something that's going to maybe make me super anxious or fill my diary too heavy or, you know, make, give me too much time in an area that's not as important is like, it's just freed up so much space in my mind. It allows me to just, like you say, give strength to things that actually matter. Yeah. The thing, like for example, your family, because I think it's interesting sometimes that we, we say yes to a lot of things that spend energy on things we don't necessarily want to do. And then we come home to our family or friends and we're not giving them the best version of ourselves Absolutely. because we spent it on things that- There you go, you said it, bro. You only got tokens, right? You only sell yeah, tokens exactly. a day, you got hundred tokens. You spend 90 of them doing stuff that you probably didn't really want to do anyway. Exactly. You only got 10 for your family. There you go, it's condition, isn't it? It's money, isn't it, really? It's capitalism. It's like, make money for everyone. Let's go, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Why? I get home, I'm tired, I'm, I'm stressed, I don't need the money, I just want the money. Yeah. I'm lucky like that though, again, like I don't have to do that, but yeah, bruv, so I think that's, it's like gas mask theory, I find that amazing, you know the gas mask theory? No, I don't actually, tell So me. you know when you go on the plane and they say, if we crash, make sure you put your gas mask on before yeah. the child next oh, to yes. you. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that thing of making sure you're all right before you try and say yes or help everyone else. Yeah. But, but maybe not gas mask, we oxygen mask. Oxygen mask, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Gas, that's a different problem. Yeah, 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 oxygen mask. No, you're right, but it's true, isn't it? You, basically, because you, you kind of, if you don't look after yourself and put the oxygen on you, how are you going to look after someone exactly. to your left or right? Exactly. And it is a, that's a beautiful and theory. I th and, I, and I think as, as people, empaths and all that, people are hypersensitive, all, all these things that we are, you see someone else and you know they're going for it and you just want to help them. Yeah. And you know how to help them, but a lot of the time it can backfire, you know? Yeah. Because if you put a lot of strength into trying to help someone else who's in a space or a place, it can trigger as well, you know? Yeah. 
you've got to learn about when you can when you're in the right place to but also people feel very guilty about saying no to helping people absolutely but you can say no and help people yeah so yeah absolutely by saying look i'm not in the space and place right now to support you with this however yeah i'm going to signpost you to yeah. either people around yeah. you that i think can help yeah to help you give you the courage to go and speak to a doctor or yeah. go and get help from charities or your workplace yeah, so yeah. you don't know doesn't always mean I don't care. No, no, no. Well, it doesn't all. mean I don't care. Not at all. Often it means quite the opposite because you're not in the place to give the person what they need. The strength, yeah. So I think like all these little things that up until recently I just did as default, stripping back has just made me stiller. And um, and and you know the lower the lower the lower natural cortisol in your body, the easier it is to deal with stuff when it actually hits the fan, whether that's whatever that is stuff that's out of your control, you know, which is will happen all the time. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's all kinds of things I do. I exercise now for twice a week, which I never thought I'd do. Um, is, that, is that the race? Is that the sprint race? Yeah, the that's the sprint race? race that I lost, bro. My PT. You'll be ready for next year. You'll yeah, yeah, we're going to put in the work, the diet, all that stuff. Um, but for me, the main thing was stripping back life and not trying to please everything and everyone was a massive part of that. Yeah. You know, self-help. You should never please everyone, and if you do try nah. and please everyone, you'll fail. At yeah, absolutely. Life because you'll just be miserable. Yeah, there <laughs> I you think. go. You're a crap I think that's yourself, the and that's not good for anyone, right? Let's talk about uh, your marriage because sure. I met Annie once uh, at Copperfield, and she's amazing, right? She yeah, just, just oozes this just brilliance, and, and, and kind of as a person, as much as even you know what she's done over the yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, totally. How important has she been as in your life? I know it's kind of a leading question. There's no Whoa. answer. If we said not very important, yeah, you're yeah. in trouble I mean, and I'm in trouble. But yeah, no, I imagine you know she's been incredible. She didn't do <laughs> nah. You know what it is? It's like you just often see couples, don't you, that are like yin and yang and yeah. it works. And I feel like me and her are like that in a lot of ways. We meet in the middle with a lot of things, of course, and that's why we connect. But she's superhuman, bro. Like she is something else. I've never met anyone like her. Like, let's take the romance out of it yeah. and just see her as Annie McManus, the human. Her sister and her mum are the same. I, I don't know if it's a gene thing, an Irish thing, a conditioning, but they just are so brilliant at just life. Yeah. So it's like anything, like, she'll just go, like, she'll do something, like, she'll go, oh, I've got to interview ASAP Rocky in a minute. I'm going to interview ASAP Rocky. And then she'll be like, oh, I'm just going to the pond for a quick second. And she'll say, and she'll go, oh, I'm just doing a podcast with Goldie. All right, cool. And then she'll go, Oh, I'm just gonna go pick up the kids and do a play date with 12 children. Right, cool. But it's not in a way that's like show off yeah. or not. And she's she just, just she's just right odd. Yeah. And her mind is very, very resilient. Mm. And she's very emotional and massively loving, but there's a side of her that I just can't imagine being like. Mm. That's like if I had to, if I have interviewed ASAP Rocky, but I'd be like shook. I'd be like, oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and now I've got to go in the bonds. Yeah. She's just walking through life, like just just bossing it. Yeah. And so having that rock yeah. in my life, that anchor all the time, yeah. that never really has that kind of like me, yeah. was like essential for my. Yeah. But also in the thing. opposite sense, and I wonder, and, and, and you, I can already tell you're actually really quite a humble person, but if you allow that aside for a moment, I'd imagine that yin and yang, yeah. there's elements that you bring probably through being sensitive. Yeah, being, yeah, totally. You probably bring so much mm. that actually makes that work. Yeah, definitely. You can't have two of the same people, nah. and it's difficult to have two, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. If I, if I had another one of me, we, oh, no, we can't do that. Oh, what's the hell? Oh. Basically, if you're with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We won't leave the house. No, I know. Um, and vice versa, I don't know it works, but she's the anchor in my life and like, 
it wasn't necessarily intentional for me to find that human to uplift or improve myself, but it, it's been like, a, it's such a big part of it. I'm so lucky, man. So it's a, it's a blessing. And our kids are interesting because I see, I see one more like her and one more like mm -hmm. me, and I can navigate it now. That's amazing. Moving forward, how we need to maybe shift some more energy into there and less into there and help him there, and it's great. That's amazing. I guess you bring both your own perspectives and experiences, and I think that's the whole point. Again, we kind of spin all the way back to start the conversation where you learn from you learn from your mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. Wrong yeah. Because only by doing that do you become a better human, a better person. Definitely. And that's how you pass that on to the next generation. Yeah. So let's let people make mistakes. Yeah. So they Don't cancel them. They get better people, yeah. and then the next generation hopefully even better again. Yeah, absolutely, bro. We're now going to do our fact of the week. Let's we are it. slowly winding up to the end of our stomp. It's been a lovely stomp. Lovely day. Yeah, I'm so glad I got the sun cream. I'm just trying to fill in this space of my arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've had a t-shirt all weekend, and now I'm trying to get the, get shoulders, the shoulders in as well. Have you got the sun cream on there? That's important. I haven't, bro. Uh, I'm going to tell you off now. Yeah, so that's I'm not telling you that's off. We got some. We'll, we'll squirt you with some some before you go. Lovely. So every week on the Stompcast, we do a fact of the week, okay? And we try and tie it in nicely to whoever our guest is. And okay. this one I think is very, very appropriate. So ADHD was only officially recognized as an adult condition in 2008. So really recent history. I think we should change the word disorder as well. Yeah. well but we've talked about that. <laughs> if you have ADHD, you're more likely to experience a mental health issue. And we know a lot of that might be to do with the condition itself, but yeah. also the lack of support and understanding around you. Yeah predisposing you to, to ending up being anxious and so on. Yeah, Knowledge yeah. is power. Right. The good news is that you're more likely to be a right brain thinker, which is great for tapping into more intuitive, uh, empathetic, and also creative mindsets oh, and creative yeah. minds. And that Makes ties sense. in nicely with, with talking to yeah. yourself, really. So, so actually that superpower you're talking about is the fact that we are using our right brain more. Mm. And we're, we're using that creative mind that's able to you know, think about what, you know, out of the box ways of yeah. solving problems or, or, or making things that are beautiful and that are amazing. And yeah. that's why we need to celebrate neurodiversity, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, bro. Like I said earlier, majority of the people that pass through my studio, some of them like huge, you know, cultural icons. We're talking about them lot, you know what I mean? We take them out of society, it's a pizza with no cheese on, isn't it? Yeah. It's boring, bro. So we need to not only recognize, but celebrate and just accept that it's actually a big part of society. And it's, it's easy said to do, but there's no shame in it, bro. Like, it's a joy a lot of the time. Yeah. Do you understand? Like the kids that walk through that door in my studio, they're an absolute joy. And you take that right side of the brain out of them and I'm going to keep it real. I probably won't find them that interesting. We're not computers at the end of the day and we're all beautiful. What makes people beautiful in my mind is the differences, the things about them that are different, that yeah. don't just fit the obvious mold. Yeah. That is what's, that's what's amazing. So yeah. let's celebrate, let's you know, embrace that. And I think neurodiversity is a big, a big part of that in itself. Absolutely. Todd T, Tom, I just want yes, to say sir. the biggest thank you for, for joining me it's on joy, the Stompcast and being so sharing, being open, being honest, because I hope, do you know what? If there's one person listening and goes, do you know what? I think I might yeah. relate to that or I might want to get checked, you know, checked yeah. or support. We've really done a good job today, Absolutely, bro, yeah. So thank you so much. No, it's it does pleasure. really help. And to be honest with you, I think I said to you before, I think... For me, there's aspects that I'd like to, to look into for my, my, myself, but I yeah. think that's a conversation for a different day. But you need to go for a walk with yourself for this yes. podcast. How would you feel about that? Walk for myself and talk, walk and talk you myself. You have to interview yourself. That's hard, that is. You can say, yo, so, 
what's going on in my life. Yeah, and then you get rid of yourself. Open Pandora's box. Yeah. <laughs> See it there. Tom, no, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks thank you so much. I really appreciate no, it. And to everyone, everyone that's uh, been listening, make sure you have a listen to Toddler T's new music. Yes, uh, enjoy that music because it comes from an incredible place, a reflective place, and I'm excited to hear. And I, I told you at the start of this, my friend Tom Blazczyk is going to be incredibly jealous <laughs> because he's been to your gigs. He's genuinely one of your biggest fans. Oh, and I haven't bless. told him we're doing this episode right, yet. Right. So we're going to take a quick photo. We're going to yeah, send man. it to him. Big and I'm time. certain he'll be listening to this right now so thank you very much Pleasure. everyone i hope you've enjoyed your stomps you've benefited from your 60 minutes this week if you're a stomper and you love it tell your friends tell your family get people stomping share on socials and see you soon Stompy. goodbye thank you for listening to this episode of me and toddler t and well done for completing your stomp you've done amazing don't forget even if you put your boots on and you walk a few minutes that's more than not walking at all and that movement will benefit your mind and your body thank you so much for joining me if you enjoyed this, please do drop us a little review. It helps us spread the word about the Stompcast. Share on socials and let me know if you're loving the show. See you next week.